Welcome back to the podcast. Classes are over. We are in final season here in Leuven, which normally in the U.S., that's about a week of finals. Here it's about a month, which is a bit interesting. So we haven't been traveling as of late, just been hanging around Leuven. Got a ton of things to talk about, just about the city we live in here. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. This is supposed to happen four hours ago, but we both slept in, so... Happens, happens. Happens. We're going to Antwerp later today. Um, it's a, I guess you would call it the shopping city of Belgium. I know some of our friends want to get uh, clothes for when we go to Barcelona. Nicer, warmer clothes, because obviously here in Belgium, it's kind of cold for a much longer spurt of time. Classes are over. It's a good feeling. Just kind of working on essays, studying for tests. I had my last class yesterday. When was your last class? Tuesday. So... It's just, I got one essay left. It's a group project that I don't know how to code, so I have to wait for them to write the code for it, and then I get to discuss the results. But otherwise, got four finals coming down the track. They don't seem to be too hard, but considering I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the subject material, it's kind of not as fun to study for those. But hey, we move on. Keep on keep on going. So how have, we, how have you been, Ryan, recently, just overall? I've been doing pretty good. I think more recently with our... Our buddies back home, all actually in uh, New York again. It makes things kind of weird, just because this would be the time where we're kind of around the campfire, just talking about our semesters and stuff. But we're still here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd, I'd rather, in this instance, for for one year, I'd rather be here, just because of the experience. I'm still going to get to go on. But I would say it's starting to catch up to me that all my friends have gone through the stretch of finals, and now I'm here for another month constantly focused on these finals but I, like you said I don't think they'll be too difficult I'm almost done with my biggest paper I am around 300 words away and then I have a couple other small ones which I don't think will be too hard just because they're not too academic you know just like reflections on your just, time just reflections mm-hmm. so I don't know how many times I've reflected in in these works before I mean my one teaching class the homework is to reflect on every single lesson so I kind of got that that vocabulary down this has changed my life experience, broadened my worldview. <clears throat> yeah, that uh, the whole journal entry part of my internship is just so the director can like get a raise, or just use it as evidence to continue the program. It has nothing to do with me. I think I could write the same thing over and over, and they wouldn't care. Mm. It's it's quite comical, but I still enjoy it. It's a nice reflecting is always a good mental exercise to do. So yeah. I I still have. Two more class periods left for the kids, which will happen on Tuesday. But I had my last uh, couple of classes with a bunch, a couple of the classes I had that are the Thursday ones. So they're all gone. They are way behind on their own classwork. So they can't really hang with me anymore, which is understandable. Yep. So in terms of what you said before about reflecting on everything, I know it's been it's kind of, kind of difficult for me recently just because I've... N- with my semesters at Notre Dame, sometimes like because of COVID, I've been at school longer or been there for holidays and stuff like that. Uh, so the, the time of being away from home, it stinks, but it's not that bad. It's just at this point in the year, I'm usually at home. So it's weird watching like the college lacrosse playoffs from afar, NBA finals from afar. Uh, that's kind of been annoying, all the sports part of it. I mean, I, I log on to go on my laptop and I see Pete Alonzo highlights. So that's always fun, but. I am looking forward to getting back to the U.S. for just like the sports and just being used to everything. And there's definitely a level of fatigue you get when you're abroad for a while, just because it just 
kind of miss walking into the things that you're used to. Yeah. Right. I will say the weather also kind of is playing a weird trick on us. Because it's gotten really nice, but it's just, it's like a constant like 64 degrees and like no clouds in the sky. It kind of feels like a simulation. Would you agree? Yeah. And also the sun doesn't set till well past 10. Yeah. It's, it's nice, but when you still have work to do and like things to, that are going on in life, it's not, it's not as fun as being in the middle of, you know, July in New York. And it's like, oh my goodness, the sun hasn't set and it's nine o'clock. This is great. Let's play manhunt, you know? Yeah. But here it's like, I have no motivation in the morning to get things done just because you don't have like the internal, like, oh my goodness, the sun's going down. I haven't done anything kind of thing. It kind of just lingers until wait well past dinner. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 1130 and it's finally dark out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh goodness, I didn't do as much as I should have. I will say I've been going to the gym a lot more just because as classes wind down, it turns out that when I go to the gym at the exact time of my classes, there's no one there. Great. So that's been very nice. Got to get that. Then Barcelona biceps. Got to look yes, good. Got to look good for the nicer weather. Yeah. Speaking of looking good, I got got rid of the mustache. Rest in peace to the stash. It may come back at some point in my life, but I had I had to make the switch. So I'm clean shaven for the first time since like middle of sophomore year of college. So. You, a little bizarre, but... Do you plan on getting a haircut still? I need to get a haircut. I just got too much hair on my head. It's just thick, you know? So it's just a lot a lot to deal with. It's not as it's not as flowy like yours. Mine just kind of is a blob. But, hey, happens. Yeah, Um. let's let's see what else has been going on. Here in here in Leuven, I think the, the environment has changed a little bit just because the nicer weather, the end of classes. My residence had a barbecue, which was pretty fun. I got tasked with starting the... The grills, which uh, never started a charcoal grill before, so go me, I guess. We it wasn't the traditional American barbecue that I was looking for. No hamburgers, no hot dogs, just weird sausage, and they wouldn't call them shish kebabs, but they were shish kebabs. They were like veggie sticks, and I was like, no, no, you can call it a shish kebab. I don't know what that word comes from, but uh, it was weird having house-sponsored beverages. They had Stella Artois and uh, this beer called Ho Garden. It's mm-hmm. legitimately called Ho Garden. Mm-hmm. It was decent. I think it was a cheaper version of just like the Stella umbrella. But yeah, it was it was really fun to see all the people who I live with in comparison to you are a bit older and a bit tamer. So to see them all kind of having a good time, eating food, you know, eating desserts, having some some drinks uh, in the common area. It was, it was a nice thing to see. And we met the the new director for the program who's coming here next year. Did you get to meet him? Uh, Braden and I ran into him yesterday. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's from France. Well, he lives in the United States, but he's from France. So he has this very thick French accent. Very, very nice guy. We have a bunch of trips coming up, like we've mentioned before. We're going to Barcelona. And we are going from Barcelona to Madrid. And then I'm going to Porto because Matt has to come back and take a test. So I'm really excited for that. I know... My sister, she always raves about Barcelona. Justin was just there. He raves about his time in Barcelona, so I can, I'm can. i only expecting the best from that city. I know it's um, very very big in comparison to some of the cities we've been to. I think it would be more like a... I'm not going to say it's like anything like uh, an American city, but I just know it's, it's very expansive and um, a lot of things going on. So I'm excited to see that. All the historical churches, museums, just the nicer weather too. What is, in comparison to like Florida, is it that low 
on the Earth? Mm, I don't think so, because everything here is kind of further north than you'd think. I so, believe. okay. Because I know everyone's saying how it's going to be like blistering hot. So it's probably what, like South Carolina range? Whatever the case may be, it's much lower than probably New York and uh, and obviously where we are. So I'm excited to get in that weather. Going to need a lot of sunscreen for sure. We just actually planned, well, I planned that I'm going to see my buddy James Cast. So if you don't know who James Castellano is, he's he's our, our, our closest friend from back home. He lives up the street from us. He goes uh, to uh, one of the schools in New York, and he's actually doing an internship here in Italy for, I, I, what is he, economics? I think he's economics, something, something business related. So he's doing an internship here in Milan, which is pretty cool. And I'm going to go, after all my tests, go fly down and see him, and then probably go to a couple other places. I know Matt has his tests a little bit later than me. So he's going to have to figure out another time to go see him. But I'm beyond ecstatic to see James, I think. It's going to be a nice, refreshing kind of end of it because I know he's going to be in Milan for a lot longer. Uh, we leave in early July. I think he's staying till late July. So I would not be able to see him that much anyway. And just seeing your best friend after a long time is always going to be really enjoyable. Do you think there's any time you'll get to go see him? Uh, potentially. It depends on kind of how my studying is going and how hard these tests actually are i can't really tell at the moment uh but my my yeah my finals are not organized in a way that makes it easy to travel which is pretty unfortunate but uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna try to see if i can go to normandy the last week we're here i'm not exactly sure on on what what else i've got coming down the pike but if i can squeeze in a trip to milan i I definitely will because it doesn't seem that expensive no it's actually one of the cheaper places to fly into from here at least so Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's uh, if you can get down there, it'd be worthwhile. We've been to Italy before, but we didn't get to go to Milan. Or mm-hmm. I think from there, you can go to a, a bunch of other places. So it, it really depends on what he's in the mood for and, and what my budget still, um, if, if I have an existent budget at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing I think you touched on with Justin going to Barcelona is so Justin came to visit us. So... Justin and his friend Brian from college, who I had met before briefly on a night out in Binghamton, New York. He, Justin and him came to over here to Europe. They were supposed to fly directly into Amsterdam, but then their flight got mixed up. There was almost got canceled and then they missed their connecting. So they were in France and had to take a Flix bus to Amsterdam. According to them, they almost got robbed in the train station, which not fun. But they, uh, they made it out with all their stuff. Had a great time in Amsterdam. Then they came on down here to Leuven on, I guess it was last Monday and Tuesday to hang out before they flew to Barcelona. And it was really nice having them here. It's always nice showing people Leuven, especially because a lot of our stories kind of, you know, it gives them a background context for them. Uh, it, it was cool having them try all the Belgian beers and get the waffles and all that stuff. We went to the hot dog place in Leuven called Worst, and that that was pretty neat. So it, it was just great having them around. It was a nice reminder of home from both of them. And it's always it's always just fun watching other people be like really excited and happy. And you know, they look around at the church and the city hall that I've seen a hundred times, but they really appreciate it. Yeah, I think they got waffles five times in the two mm-hmm. days they're here. Possibly more, honestly. They they got them a bunch. I. We went to a bunch of different places with them. I mean, obviously, we went to the, the Oudmark, which is like, you know, if we haven't, if you don't know by now, it's the, the main square where we, all the bars are lined up. At one point, it was like the longest stretch of bars 
I don't remember what the exact classification was, but at some point it was that I think a couple of the uh, storefronts went out because of COVID and other reasons. So it's not, it doesn't hold that record anymore, but it's the spot to be at. We got to take them to downtown Jack's, which is the pool bar, which I, I think they really enjoyed. It was it's nice. Hard, it's hard not to enjoy that place. Yeah. It was nice though, because when we go, we usually go with a big group and then you're kind of passing the, um, the pool queue, pool queue back and forth with other people who don't really care or aren't as good. So you, there's never a there's never a flow. You never get in the rhythm or set up shots for yourself. It's always just kind of, I'll try to hit this ball that's eight yards away. Like, yeah. So playing with Justin and um, Brian was nice because they were pretty pretty skilled. I think you kind of always know someone whose uncle had like a pool table or something silly. And for us, like our, I guess you would say our uncle did, but they live far away, so we didn't get to play too much. But I can only imagine if you like have a pool table in your own house and you go somewhere else, how fast you got to pick up that that skill. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing. It was pool, ping pong, and I forget what the last one was. It was like a game where whenever you play, before you start, you always say the last time you played. Because mm. pool is like a relative... I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's not super complex. But if you aren't like in the rhythm of it, like you can really catch on fast, right? So you can... like. It's probably easy to be good, hard to be great. So everyone kind of like, oh, I haven't played this in like so many years, blah, 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 just to make themselves feel better about themselves so they start missing the easy shots. Yeah, some, but the thing is, some people, though, cannot. Well, it's the... They can't. They never had the, the older cousin teach them how to how to swing it. Because yeah. some people actually like swing it, you know? Like, yeah, they like... They like prompt it like, instead of like... Like, pin, like, po- like a bayonet. Yeah, instead charge. of, you know, pointing it. Um, yeah, so that's a... All the, all the youngsters out there, it's a good skill to know how to play pool. I, You know how there's certain things that, like, your, quote-unquote, like, your dad is supposed to teach you? I guess so, yeah, like shaving and tying like a tie. Like shaving and tying a tie or whatever. That 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 could go on the extended list of things you need to know. I think throwing a football is one of the things, like, you everyone needs to know. It's so funny when the Belgian kids try to throw our football, and they just, they always think that they have to, like, flick it off their hand to get the spin, and you really don't. You just kind of got to hold the laces and throw it. Uh, they always get so, like, they're always so confused by it. It's very funny to watch. Yeah, it's actually, it's one of the more enjoyable things. Because what we've been doing recently is when we're feeling a little bit homesick or just drained from working nonstop, we'll, we'll go outside and throw the football around the courtyard. And you always get a Belgian or another international coming out and be like, oh, oh don't throw it to me. And then, of course, they throw it at them because it's not the hardest thing to catch. And then when they try to throw it back, they get, like, really nervous, get really close to you. And they'll throw it fine on the first time. And then... They really try to emphasize the spin. They overthink like, it, and they overthink it, and then they throw some some wobbler, Tim Tebow ball. Um, hey, no no Tim Tebow slander. We're a pro Tim Tebow podcast. Yeah, so it's uh, one of those things I've I've come to enjoy. Justin brought me a baseball over because I taught the kids uh, baseball, which was nice. I passed that around to them. They all had uh, really interesting things to say about that presentation, but we can we can talk that talk about that in a little bit. Justin, who where'd they go? Bruges. Yeah, they, they hit Bruges, which is definitely if you come to Belgium, I think it's a, a must a must do. Bruges and I mean Ghent and Bruges are pretty similar. Uh, I think I you know, we'll find out Antwerp today. I think Bruges is more of the aesthetic though, like the medieval aesthetic, right? Yeah, yeah. So Bruges is pretty neat. They seem to enjoy it. I know Justin w- loves the movie in Bruges, so he was like, "We have to go. We have to go." Which it was nice that they left because I was able to finish up a paper I had to write. Yeah, I had stuff. I had stuff to work on too. Yeah. I, which I, was a shame that we had work to do when they were like here because we usually don't have work to do, but happens, you know. 
Yeah, it was one of those things at first I was a little bit nervous just because when you always when you have a guest over, you know, wherever whenever it's uh you're going somewhere and you're the guest or someone's actually coming to where you stay, you're kinda with them twenty four seven. It's like you're my really good college friend, but now that you're here at my house for, you know, forty eight hours straight, like we kinda find things bedtime where we don't really know what to talk about. And for Justin, I was like, Listen, I want to be with you nonstop, but I actually have things to do and classes to go to, so they kinda got the Got the hint, if you will, and, and made their own fun as well. So, which is nice. Justin's always a very flexible dude. He, he'll just he'll find he'll find something to have fun with. So, I'm glad they went to Bruges. It was it was pretty neat. They they seem to have a similar conclusions about the city that we did. Um, they wanted to go to Brussels at one point, and I told them not to. And then I ended up going to Brussels this week because the club of Notre Dame, the Notre Dame club of Belgium was welcoming a Notre Dame, I guess there's a class, like a diplomacy class at Notre Dame that you get to travel to the Netherlands and Belgium. So I was in Brussels and Brussels is, is neat. It's cool. But I just was not, a, being there at night, it's just not, not it. No, it doesn't it have, it was like, so sketchy. It doesn't have the charm of anything to me. I, I know when I walked through Brussels one time, it was way different than where my tour guide took me. And I think my tour guide just had a bias so a part of the city that I can, would consider the nicer part of the city. But I don't think it has the, the charm of anything. And it's just such a, a large city in terms of, you know, the, the EU's there and a bunch of other things are there where it's more international that I just kind of always felt out of place when I'm in Brussels. Mm-hmm. And also it's, it kind of has a negative connotation for us too, because that just means the airport. Like I think when I think of Brussels, it symbolizes the airport to me. So just getting there, the hassle of going through, Stuff like that. It's just not. It's just not the best. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite city in Belgium? If you had to pick one, besides Leuven or including Leuven? Outside, yeah, outside of Leuven. So like places you visit. Uh, I really liked Ghent. I thought Ghent was cool. Ah, uh, well, I really liked Bastogne, but as like a city itself, it was kind of. It's not really like a. It doesn't really count. Uh, I would say I would say Ghent was my favorite. Just because it was, it was big, it was historic. There were some new things to look at. So overall, it was I liked quite. Ghent. It yeah. was quite nice. The canal and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, the canals and everything were beautiful. The lack of cars there too, I found mm-hmm. really enjoyable when I went. Yeah, I got went to a, a, a fry place there. I had the best fries I've had abroad were there. So yeah, I would say Ghent. Ghent, right. my one. I'll go. We haven't been to Antwerp yet, so I'll have to get back to this. But I would say, as of right now, Ghent 1, Bruges 2, Brussels 3. Brussels 3. Okay. Yeah, I would probably say something similar to that. That's not that's not including Leuven, because Leuven right. would be my number one. Right. What else did we do, Jay? I'm trying to think. Did we, we didn't go out and get food with him. Well, you got hot dogs. How are that? I, I never had it. Really good. You get like a student deal, so like 12 euros, you get a giant hot dog. With you know all the stuff on top of it, you get a side salad and you get some potato wedges and stuff. So, well, he just tried a bunch of different beers, so that was memorable to me. He tried the Chimay Blau, which is really expensive in the United States, but it's because it's uh, made by monks over here. It's really enjoyable. I don't think you've had it. Have you had it? I had a sip of it. It was pretty good. Yeah, and then the, and then there's the the quok, and then the oh, did he have? Uh, I think he had a sip of Castile. 
Uh, yeah, I think that because we got that for them at the fact bars. It's it's interesting seeing if people like Castile or not because it is so sweet. I think on the Belgian tour of beers, it's like the first one you should do because it's so unique in flavor. You just do that, and then you can get to all the blondes and the, the actual and beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we uh when we went out with them. We got a quack bucket hat with a, a reversible bucket hat with like a beer opener on the side. That was pretty neat, uh, and it was just it was just fun having them having them out. We Justin really liked the music of this one bar that we go to a lot. We got uh, like kebab wraps at the end of the night, me and him. So it was it was really it was really nice having somebody from home be here again. It was interesting to see all the internationals react to having all three of us together too. Mm-hmm. So I I think they all found Justin quite comical. Yeah, yeah trying to think what else uh what else would be going on uh just going forward uh celtics and seven uh we are watching the Leeds game on sunday because our soccer team in the premier league they could get relegated so they need to win and they need another team to lose another team to draw or lose so that'll be a fun sunday for us otherwise it's a lot of studying day in and day out which you know like we said before isn't as easy to do when it's super sunny out but you just got to do what you got to do at least we got the cafes to go to. Cafes. There's a nice, cool, like, outdoor study spot at my residence. Uh, every day at my residence, we play Ultimate Frisbee at 4 o'clock, which is a lot of fun. Get some get some steam. Blow off a little steam. Get get moving a little bit. I will say, though, I really do like playing Ultimate Frisbee with them, but they don't have, like, the competitive, I don't know, itch like I do. Where I think in the U.S., a lot of our... I don't know. A lot of the things we do in life, it's always trying to like be the best or be this, be that in like a positive way. We just kind of want to get better and do all these different things. And over here, it's kind of more of a, I don't want to say complacent because that's negative, but they kind of just more lax about a lot of things. It's not like you meet somebody that's like, I want to be, you know, uh, the best this, the best that. They kind of just want to be what they want to be and they live life how they live life. Where in the US, we're always kind of confronting things and i don't know try we're always just trying to like one up the next the thing the the past generation kind of deal always trying to innovate and stuff so for me it's kind of been frustrating when we're playing ultimate frisbee and i kind of want to like get a little competitive get a challenge like let's challenge each other and they're all not really about that they're just like yeah we'll we'll play a nice friendly game I'm just like, come on, let's go. Like, come on. Somebody, somebody like catch a Frisbee over me and talk a little smack. Uh, somebody try to guard me, you know? But Yeah, if I could go back, if you could go back to the United States right now for a day, I think one of the things would be a, a backyard football yeah, game. P- just to pick up basketball, something. Even Can Jam with my friends gets way more competitive. Even like we play spike ball here every once in a while. And it's like, yay, we're playing spike ball. We're in the U.S. And I'm like going to be dripping in sweat, my knees and elbows are gonna be covered in grass stains like if you i, I kind of i there's a lot of things about the u.s i miss one thing i didn't expect is just kind of that the u.s has an attitude of i think new york has an attitude the u.s has an attitude of just kind of like let's get after it right they don't necessarily that's not their big thing here yeah well if we were to make a shirt about this trip the first quote would be let's get after it because i think you and i always kind of say that we, like i've always said it in college like all right like a time to get after it you know mm-hmm. after everyone finishes their 
their work and stuff. All right, let's go do something. Let's get after it. But I've said it so much here that everyone will now say it to me, like jokingly. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I got a, I got an interesting question for you. If you could go back to the United States for 24 hours, so meaning you're not returning home, but like right now you get teleported and you're back in New York, what would be the things you'd want to do, see, eat? Like if you just could name a few. Now we're going to take out like, I miss my family. I miss my dog. I miss my girlfriend. Cause like, that's obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'd give a hug to mom, give a hug to Aria, give a hug. I'll dap up pops, you know, give a nice little fist bump. But that's not, that's not the point of the game. Okay. So okay. if you could just go back for 24 hours and you teleported right back where you were now, what would you do? Okay. So I would definitely get a Jersey Mike sandwich. I miss a, a lot of these things will be food related because I just miss a lot of the food in the U.S. I talked to a couple of Belgians here. And they were like, so they thought it was disgusting that I would put oil and vinegar on a sandwich. And I was trying to describe to them like a real, like a deli sandwich. They're like, no, 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 that's gross. Sandwiches are supposed to be dry, which like broke my heart that they said that. And then I was like yelling at them, you don't even have deli counters here. So I would get like a bacon, egg and cheese somewhere. I get a Jersey Mike sandwich. I would hopefully find somewhere with good like American barbecue because that's like food that we have that nobody else really has good bar like brisket or something i think this weather reminds me of that too Mm -hmm. like when i was outside a couple days ago i was like remember that barbecue we got before our cousin mike's wedding yeah that's middle of nowhere place Mm -hmm. where they just had you could get like a a main dish and then just like a bunch of random sides so we all got different sides and it was like like beans beans and and coleslaw and corn and uh i would like i I like the u.s i would go to a supermarket in the u.s just to walk around i kind of miss that vibe the supermarket here has a different vibe would you do the danbury mall is that like the vibe you're feeling? Or are you feeling more like just go to ShopRite to get Mama I'm just saying like ice go, cream? I'm just going to go to ShopRite and just walk around. Uh, I would maybe go bowling because they don't really have bowling over here. I don't know. See a, see a pickup truck. I don't know. Some stereotypical American stuff. I, I would like to watch a Mets game. I would, I would, go, I would go to a Mets game is what I would do. Okay. I, I, miss, I miss that part of the just being able to turn on a a U.S. sports game at a regular time. Yeah, not watching the highlights. Not the, watching the highlights. Or you're up like way too late because you can't go to bed and you're like, oh, Vogelbach strikes out again. All right. Yeah. Vogelbach, Vogelbach. I think for me, if I was back home, a Jersey Mike sub for sure. Just like you said, we don't really have anything to relate to that. And you don't really have the ingredients to recreate that if we're at home. Um. I think I would really want to go to Adams Fair Acre Farms, which is an interesting. Yeah. I think just like apples. Well, it's not the season for apple cider, donuts or apple cider, but I don't think they even have like anything remotely like that here. So I'd like to go to Adams. You know, look at the pastries and oh, I kind of need some chicken wings. Yeah, ooh, 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 chicken wings would be good. A lot of the times when my friends are like vegan or vegetarian, I ask them what they miss the most because you know there's all this like fake chicken and and fake beef and all this stuff but they say my friend jesus especially says you can't recreate a chicken wing Mm. so i think like you can have the scrumptious you can have the fried cauliflower bite all you want but that's a that's a chicken nugget equivalent it's not a chicken wing where you got a a little work involved you know separating the the bone the bone and if you're a drumstick guy or a a flats guy are you are you i'm a flats okay i'm I'm more of a drumstick guy myself so i guess we'd, we'd pair together pair together pretty well uh, let's see what else. I would jaywalk. Nobody here jaywalks. It's ridiculous. 
There's no cars around. Just walk. Yeah, well, that's what we do here at the gym. Just keep going. There's no cars in in sight. Just walk. Don't listen I, to the signs. I will say... Don't I, be a sheep. One of the first things I would have said like two weeks ago would be go to All Sport. But now that I'm going to the gym more here and it's more relaxed because I think more Belgian kids are moving home permanently. Mm-hmm. It makes the gym much more enjoyable. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but the gym is about the size of my gym at Loyola in terms of like weight room area, right? Yep. My school, Loyola is 4,000, 4,500, somewhere in between there in terms of students. And then this one, KU Leuven is like 50,000. Now I know it's, I guess you would kind of classify it more as a commuter school just because it's so large and the way things work, it's not a great distinction in between, but there's just so many kids. So at any time of the day, it feels like it's January 1st, 5 p.m. Yeah. Back at home. It's, it's awful. It's, it's it's very frustrating, especially when people are sitting on the leg press for like a half hour. It's like you don't need to do a drop set every five pounds for one rep. It's not that big of a deal. But it, that kind of suffering. Yep. Uh, it's pick up hoops. Just, I don't know. I, I do, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to put into words. And I, I'm not trying to seem negative or anything like that. Especially coming from the school that I go to where everybody's trying to, you know, keep climbing the mountain, always putting one foot in front of the other, trying to get better in some regard. Just that that attitude of, like, I want to be, the number of people I've met that are like, I'm going to be the next anchor of a sports center. I'm going to be the next head of this company. The way that people talk about, the way they shoot for the stars, you know, the American dream kind of attitude where anything's possible if i put the work in they don't really it's not as much so over here so i kind of i kind of just miss that energy which is hard if i was back for 24 hours i don't know what i'd do to get that energy back but do you agree with me on that yeah to an extent i would say just the the barrier this kind of gets a little bit more i don't want to say philosophical but the barrier to entry to go to college here is so low that you don't have people like pushing themselves, right? So like if, if someone our age knows I'm spending this much amount of money to get an education, you know, if, you, if you're a smart human being, you're actually going to class, working hard, getting as much as you can from your educational experience. Here it's like, all right, I'm done with secondary school. I can kind of just continue on into something I might be interested in. Yeah, and that's not to say, I know a lot of the kids like in my hallway, they study a lot and they work and they're really interested in what they what they like but i think in the u i think somebody broke it down like based on if you were to pay the full tuition at notre dame which nobody really does but and you broke it down by like per class how much it costs it's like hundreds of dollars per like individual class section that's if you pay full price which nobody does like i said but over here it's probably like five bucks a class so it's like the motivation of getting everything out of every Thing is not always as present. I have to say, like, like I went to my homies' orchestra concert, and they were great, and it was a lot of fun. But there's just a level of like the grind that I kind of miss. Yeah, and also at KU Leuven, especially the first year students, it's a fifty percent dropout rate. Since there's no barrier of entry like we have in our schools, you can kind of just go and see if it works out. Mm-hmm. So at my house, it's been controlled by Loyola back home. They don't let any first-year students at KU Leuven live there because they think they'll be 
such a bad influence on us, which I, I mean, I guess is true, but they just have no, like, they don't have an inkling to go to class. It's really here. It's, it's up to you. It's like, very much up to you, which I think some people perceive that as in the U S we get our hand held. We don't, you know, they just like, there's just a lot more focus. It's more focused. It's not, you still have to study by yourself and do all these things by yourself. And, you know, it's not like you get a study guide that's exactly the test. Like you still have to wor- like work your tail off and have your own initiative and make up your own practice questions on all these different things. So it's not to say that in the U.S. our, our hands are held. It's to say that here they just kind of are like, eh, okay. They kind of just roll the ball out. And they just, yeah, they roll the ball out. It's like in the U.S. at least they'll have some cones out. You know, every day we're going to do this or do that. Even assignment, do every this day where it's not as much so here. Yeah, that's true. All right, going back to the, if I was in America for 24 hours, I think I would go hit some baseballs. Ooh, I would shoot a bag of lacrosse, a bucket of lacrosse balls. I think that's the one thing I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the next couple of years of my life go, depending on if I, I move or if I stay in you know, where we live now, but, uh, I want to join like a men's league, but I feel like it's such a, it's, it's a balance between like you're playing with a bunch of old heads or you're playing like really competitive, like kids just came out of college. Like, I want to find like the happy medium where I can just play with all my buddies. So I think I would, I'd get LaSella and I get G and all them, those guys and be like, all right, let's go, let's go th- throw each other BP. When, when you were talking about, or when we were with, um, Tony and Kelly, we were talking about sports and I think he played baseball and he played lacrosse for a little bit. He was like, the only th- I don't miss baseball or I don't miss basketball practice. I'll miss lacrosse practice. And I think he said f- football too. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but he's like, I miss baseball practice. And that really resonated with me because baseball practices are like a lot of fun. It's like a whole routine you go through, but there's so much downtime in baseball. You can really just mess around with your buddies. Like someone's hitting batting practice on the field and your center field, you're catching balls. But you know, Lacello, who's a PO is next to me, goofing off making jokes giving me seeds so i miss like that camaraderie of uh of baseball mm-hmm. for sure and i think that's the i'm really happy we got our senior year of basketball because the chemistry on that team was like the best chemistry i've had on it yeah that team was a lot of public fun. or a, a school team ever like those guys they're all goons i think if we all saw them today like it'd be great and we were we were decent but for baseball i think i would have had that too our senior year because mm-hmm. we were we were really close and i think the younger guys would have really been receptive to like the way we would have went about things. So uh, there's definitely some memories I missed from that, but just thinking back of the times where I did play with them, you know, during COVID we had that like weird league where we play. Um, those are just some of my best memories, just goofing off. And cause again, baseball has so much downtime. Mm-hmm. So it's like when it's time to perform, it's time to perform when it's not like, and the game doesn't really matter. Like just, you know, we're going to do whatever we're going to, we do have this joke at Loyola. We have this kid named Jarrett. who's our catcher when he's at, like when he's up at the plate, we never call him Jarrett, right? We call him like any other name that starts with a J. Like just stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the seeds, the bubble gum, just messing around. So that Big League Chew. The yeah, best 30 seconds chew. of your life. Big League Chew. I will. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it a lot, but when I presented on baseball for the kids, or for the students rather, they, uh, they found it really interesting. Like the field dimensions, which I wanted to emphasize the fact that every field is different. They were like, well, isn't that a competitive advantage? And I was like, well, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. They, they found that like so shocking. And then I taught them about Jackie Robinson and they were like, wow, 
that's that's so brave of him i was like yeah all right you got the point but it was really funny i i said something to the effect of you know they gave him number 42 because it was just like some random number and now no one can wear 42 and then once a year everyone wears 42 as like a sign of respect and there's one girl in the back she's like oh my god that's so nice it's so beautiful it's like okay i've i don't know if you've had this i wouldn't call it an issue but this thing you've had to go through here where something you know so well, it's so hard, and you have to explain it in simple terms. Yeah. So I think the, the analogy I've used before is we know English just because we grew up around English, speaking English. So if you took, put me in like a the highest level English class here for the Dutch students, you might kind of maybe fumble a little bit because you don't know like all the grammatical rules, but you just know what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like That's you, like whenever... You ever had like yeah, a friend like, who like a, speaks a, Spanish at mm-hmm. home? Yeah, it's about... But right. when he goes into Spanish class, he's not very good at it because he's not interested and it's all like structural grammar. Mm-hmm. That was like the way I had to describe baseball. I had to break it down so much and then build it back up for them that I couldn't just be like, oh, like that's a double play. And they'd be like, well, what's a what's a bat? This one girl was like, well, why are they standing next to where he's throwing it? I was like, because they have a bat. And she's like, like the big stick? And I was like, yeah, yeah. They, they try to hit the ball with the big stick. Uh, it was like yeah, it was very I, it was very funny to see but I, I think I did a good enough job to where they figured it out in the end whenever I describe lacrosse to the kids I'll be like it's just a, sometimes it's like it's just a North American sport because I just don't want to deal with them I'll be like you know it's got like the stick with the net on the end which I would never describe it that way but uh, I, I saw a video I think it was yesterday of just like a pro lacrosse player shooting and I was just like dang like just the sound of the ball hitting the net it's like I missed that. Well, isn't Notre Dame in the final four? In the final four, yeah. So, Waplak's alum, Christian, my good friend, he's on the, the Notre Dame team. So, they're in the final four. And then another Waplak's alum, my good friend Zach Timmons, he's on Salisbury, who's Division three school. They're in the national championship. So, they're both in Philadelphia this upcoming weekend. So, I wonder shout if they, out to them. Hopefully, they get to hang out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I, they'll figure something I'm out. Sure, I'll, I'm sure there'll be a picture of them, too. You think Waplak's will get some people to go down there? Hopefully, I I could see. Well, Christian does he play a lot? He's a freshman, so he's a freshman, so he, you know, and they have a really good faceoff guy. But the thing is, you never know. In May, especially in the the way lacrosse, the final four works. You play on one day, and then you play like either two days later or the next day. So face, it's hot, May, humid in Philadelphia. So you might get you never know. You could get and in. also it, it might just be a stylistic change, so right? Because be you're preparing change. for the one guy for so long that if mm-hmm. you throw Christian in there, and then. Timmons, he's he's like you, the captain of Salisbury. He's would you, would you say he's the best player you've ever played with? Yeah, and he would just beat up on me every single practice. For yeah, well, years. he plays at Salisbury, which is D three, but it's re- the best D three by far. They it's could like play D one. It's like in the same way. Where, well, it used to be that like if you went to Cortland State for baseball, like you probably had you might have had like other Division one offers, but you're playing D three because people can get drafted out of Cortland. It's kind of the same concept yeah so i mean Salisbury. i don't know if it's like that anymore but i just remember growing up like when you went to Cortland, it was like a bigger deal than if you went to like oswego just the way just, they yeah no but salisbury is legit a lot of pros and lacrosse come out of there and zach is just tremendous i mean christian is also tremendous they're definitely the best two guys that i've ever played with and i mean they're both well, playing well, in college besides james castellano of course oh yeah jimmy uh, jay amazing 1127 shout out uh, oh james cast I miss that kid. I miss that little. He do he keeps sending. T- All right. So, for context, our our James, I mentioned him before. Our best bud lives up the street. He always just sends like text. Just you know, who wants to hang out? Like let's do this, let's do that. So last night, as I'm getting in bed, I just get a text. He goes, "Who wants to come over tonight and cook?" 
I have a fish that I want to cook on the grill. I was like, I don't like fish, but I would like I'd be over there in a heartbeat right now if I could just to make some fish. When I, I when fish. I called him to try to plan things to co visit him, he just has like this so like relaxed nature to him. They're like, they're, sometimes you know we act like there's a million problems in the world, and then you talk to James Cass and he's just like vibing. He just he kind of he rolls with the punches, just a overall good dude. So I'm I'm so excited to see him. It'd be interesting to see like in higher stress situations of traveling how we react with each other. But I'm sure he's gonna be like, yeah, I'll be all right. But he's also very well traveled, so he'll. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got a. He's got. A, he's got a chill. I'm a, when I say like chill, he's not like naive or anything. He's just he understands just that chill. like certain things don't need the added stress, which yeah. is sometimes I think I definitely forget. Um, so he's he's a good good balancing act there. Yeah. Anything else you got to say? I mean, no, we, I'm, we didn't go away. It's kind of living here in Leuven. No, I think a lot of things down the pipeline in terms of you know trips later on, but. You got to do the work early. I'm I'm excited to just be done. Just start check. I got like five big boxes left. One paper, four tests. I'm excited to just yeah tick them down. Well, one thing I've this you might have told me this early on, but when it gets to the end of the semester, I'm usually make a master list, and you got to check off the boxes, and you got to you don't or delete the boxes, right? No, you got to leave just, it up there to see your successes as you go. Yeah. So that's a that's a nice tip I had because usually if you put it out on like a computer you just delete when you delete it when you're done. Mm-hmm. Now highlight it, put a big check next to it, smiley face because you know out of the things you had to get done today you got this this and this done and now you're that much closer to your goal. So that's what's something I've been practicing the past couple yep. semesters and that's something that's going to come into play here because as annoying as it is I'm going to have to study nonstop for certain tests and stuff. It's like all right, I got through this already, I did this already, and then when we look back on our experience here. We went to this place, we went to this place, we went through the challenge of this, that, and the other. So the, the learning experience of it all is is going to be great. You know, definitely looking back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's tough, the stress of finals week. I just, I, I kind of enjoy finals week back in the U.S. because it's like everybody's doing this. You wake up, you do it, you do it more, and then you go to bed. Or here it's kind of prolonged. Where like Some people had a final yesterday. Some people don't have one into the 10th, like myself. So... That's kind of frustrating, but like you said, I at the end of every semester, I write out everything I have left from a small homework assignment to I have to rewatch this lecture to all these different things. Usually fills up my entire whiteboard, and then I will cr- I write it in permanent marker, and then I cross it out in green permanent marker, and you leave it up there to see how far you've gotten. So you could still be like, oh, I have this test still, but then you look at it, it's like, okay, we have 15 lectures, and I have gone over 13 of them. It's a level of accomplishment that keeps you going. So I've been doing that with a notebook I have here, just the lectures I got to watch. It's tough when the lectures I have to watch are two hours long on different soil types, but you know, we persevere. So I think in the next, maybe not the next episode, but in the coming episodes, we're going to try to get some more of our friends here on. Yeah. I want to get all my hallway friends. Maybe you can, we might, I mean, we're kind of just making this up on the fly, but if you want to interview a couple of people when I'm not here, just like shorter sections, you know, 15, 10 minutes, and then we can compile a couple. Yeah. And then we'll do some together. But I think especially with the way our schedules are not perfect, perfectly aligned, it might be difficult. I mean, there will be more episodes, obviously. But I think that might be a, a worthwhile thing. And I think it'd be interesting to put some voices and faces to the, the names we always talk about. So mm-hmm. anything else, big guy? I'm all set. All right. Well, everyone have a have a good one back home, abroad, wherever you're at, um, you know. It's uh, it's always nice talking to everybody. So, well, talking through through this in your car, headphones, whatever the case may be, uh, make sure you smile. 
Have good posture, I will say. Drink some water. Drink some water. Stretch. Maybe go high five someone, you know? All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.